The Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Bonjour, hello, oh, winner Gagnon. Hello, welcome. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Matt will will get to it, but hopefully you can hear the intro song with him having a deep, deep. <laughs> Should uh, I keep it ang- in? Yeah, keep it in. A deep, deep anxiety filled <laughs> sigh. Um, he's got a lot going on right now. Uh, I do. I started watching Space Jam. Great. I took a break after 30 minutes, and okay. from what I can tell, a lot of surprises so far. Didn't know that it was a Michael Jordan like uh, baseball doc, uh-huh. essentially about his career there. And the one thing I'm disappointed about so far is, you know, you always talk about who's who's the monsters mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Yeah, I thought I was going to get to see like a mutant Charles Barkley in this movie and not just have his essence pulled out of him and put into a cartoon. Yeah, well, it's a cartoon. I was hoping cartoon. like he'd look like Zangief or something yeah. and from Street Fighter. Well, you can take your hopes. You can take your hopes <laughs> Maybe and that's gonna put happen. them in your pocket. No, I'm only 30 in. Your homework's but... <laughs> finishing the film. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Your homework is finishing the film. Right. That's all. Yeah. Um, welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball, basketball Podcast. podcast. Uh, I hate that Matt does that. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were into it I for got a while. to a point where I liked it and yeah, now, now I'm now actually... you're back to hating it? Yeah, it's pretty annoying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, what's not annoying is the the Raptors uh, demolishing huge, Philly huge, in Game huge. Five, uh, massive win. Uh, I heard it was our biggest win in franchise history. Yeah, I thought maybe the Orlando win was bigger, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ride that yeah, happy vibe. Yeah, why not? Uh, we got two new guests. Uh, I say we just bring them right on. Yeah. Uh, I, I, sorry, before we just before bring we them do right that, on, where where can people find us, Matt? Uh, you can go to dunkspodcast.com. We have all our links there for iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. You can listen right on our website too if you're old school like that and let's not forget freddie we are on youtube that's our, right our last episode got one view that's okay that's huge yeah it's huge <laughs> that's <laughs> what we know that's what we're trying to get done here we're stuck on 12 subscribers yeah so subscribers subscri- <laughs> as you can see we got up our, our, our yeah. youtube game i don't even know how to say the lingo fair enough if you're listening out there be the 13th <laughs> subscriber yeah you know what i mean it's subscriber. not a lucky number Matt Sandine. okay um yeah and also just uh, before we start remind everyone that uh this is your last podcast as an unwed man that's right and we're gonna be taking a little break while freddie uh does that yes yeah, so we, <laughs> so we should be back on i think the 23rd or the 24th yeah uh hopefully that's uh mid uh I'll conference try, finals madness yeah. i'll try and do some social media artwork again oh, I please think, you know, people yeah. seem to really love that yeah <laughs> keep, keep up keep up your own stuff okay you know cool I mean? Uh, okay, let's cool. bring them on. Let's bring on the guests now, shall we? Yeah, you seem pretty amped. I'm pretty jacked. Okay, uh, Matt's I think had one sip of one coffee. <laughs> yeah, that's all I need. Uh, okay, he's hilarious. Um, he he does so many uh, f- uh, funny shows around the city. He's an extremely nice guy. He's also a really feisty basketball player. Oh wow! And not in like a bad way. Like he just makes you work, and it's yeah. uh, pretty hard to play against. If you know him, you love him. If you don't, you'll still love him. Give it up for Christian Smith. This is your song. You can do whatever you want with it, man. <laughs> Wait, it's going to drop still. Oh, pardon me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing the robot as I enter the room. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, man? Thanks for doing the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. I cannot wait to talk raps. Uh, does that song like? Did it like? Do you feel like it like encompasses who you are? Oh my god! I never <laughs> even thought I had that in me. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I love how robotic. What was that? Uh, it's called "Exit the Premises." <laughs> 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 I like how there's two drops in it. And it just yeah. keeps getting better. I, it, nice. I heard there's actually 75 different <laughs> yeah. drops in yeah, that it's song. Dropping. It just keeps dropping. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's uh, let's bring on guest number two. Uh, it's our first time doing the podcast. Uh, we know each other through uh, like Maniac Raptors online world. Um, she's the best realtor in the city. Uh, oh, I know yeah. that for a fact. She's a, she's a hardcore Raptors fan. I think she lives pretty close to the place where uh, there's the giant like Kawhi painting, yep. uh, okay. which is incredible. Um, yeah. Give it up at home for Paulina Vu. Thanks, Freddie. Oh, oh yeah. this one had a lot more pick me up and go, you know? 
Are these by the same artist? <laughs> Essentially, yeah. <laughs> Which is just a computer algorithm? Or? <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, did you make these songs, Matt? No, I have a, there's a great database online. This guy's name is Kevin McLeod. And I've probably, you know, we've had so many guests on here. I feel like uh, there's like 150 different theme songs and I keep track of them. So you guys come back. You get your song. Oh, again. sweet. Yeah. Feels um, like we should have dropped some lyrics over both of the tracks we yeah. were brought up. Honestly, next time, yeah. think about the track. I'll bring some lyrics. I guess you can rap over it. Yeah, I'll, I'll rap over it and I'll, I'll make some like cute little raps for each uh, each of you. It'll be like, yes, yeah. an individual. You make know? me a cute rap. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it'll be worth it. Um, Paulina, thanks for uh, coming and doing the show. Appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm excited, but also nervous at the same time. And uh, I'm in a room full of comedians and I'm not uh, very funny. So. <laughs> yeah, but you, you know what's up with like like the the real estate sitch in Toronto. So like I'm pretty sure you have the edge on all of us. Yeah, yeah. you're a lot smarter, <laughs> yeah. and you don't know if we're funny at all. We could be just yeah. Bad. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, uh, how you doing? Are you are you feeling pretty good about uh about that win or what? Yeah, I'm feeling great. I was a little nervous that they were gonna lose last night because how they do in the playoffs correlates with how I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my mood. Um, so it's, it, I'm really glad that it was a blowout win too. Yeah. And I feel like if they lost, this would have been a very, very sad podcast. Yeah. Um, or maybe it would have been like a rallying cry podcast, but okay. I, I got some Raptors questions for y'all, but before that, um, in keeping with my, uh, <laughs> with my weird hunger game segment, uh, that nobody asked for, uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, sound off some some stats for you um this is kyle lowry's uh quest to be the uh, all-time assist leader in the playoffs mm-hmm. uh, so when we started kyle lowry had 335 assists yeah. um at 110th all time he now has 408 assists in the playoffs so matt are you ready i'm ready cannons loaded okay cannons loaded ready to go all right since last pod kyle has passed hal greer <laughs> John Starks, Anthony Hardaway, Casey Jones, from Ninja Turtles, don't know, George McGinnis, and Roger Brown. So Kyle now sits at 75th all time, and he's coming for Al Horford. Give Whoa. it up for Kyle Lowry. Give it up. Yeah, sorry. Congrats. I guess I forced I mean, you like, all to clap. <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah. Oh, there it there it is. It, it's oh. a Jeb Bush moment. Please clap. <laughs> yeah. Al Horford, eh? Al Horford. So, uh, buddy. Yeah. Lowry's coming for you. He's yeah. Get soon. ready, Al. Okay, Christian. Let's uh, let's get started on some some real yeah. some real Raptors let's questions. Get down to the dirty. We we got to dig in because that was a very amazing game. So, I mean, we had balanced scoring, uh, scorching defense. There was blood, uh, some massive dunks. Is there like a is there a standout moment for you in that game? So I don't know if you had a pod after game four. Um, no, our last pod would have been after game two. After game two, because like. It feels as though Kawhi is such a cooler at times. Same with Mark. So, like, the moment in game uh, four when we won, when Kawhi hit that step back three over two defenders. Yeah, to, Embiid and Simmons. Embiid and Simmons. It, it was wild. So, I'm, like, my breath was taken away. It was different in this game because there was no, like... Uh, the game wasn't as close except for in the first uh, the first half. Right. But that dunk... At the end of the second quarter, with yeah. the double passing the double screen, yeah. it was it was like a stamp. It's like it I'm very done thunderous. With, it was thunder. He's like, I'm done with this series. I'm done with this nonsense. Come on, sick Embiid. Yeah, <laughs> let's see this and like, get around your infection with this dunk. And that to me was like a statement. Yeah, and even uh, even even like a, a small part of that play was like Lowry running and just like putting his I full know. body on Embiid for the screen. It was a great screen. And and I mean, kudos to freaking Kyle for playing so huge. Kyle and, was like a laser beam last night. Yeah. Um, yeah, what do you think of Paulina? Was there, was there a standout moment? Was it that moment? It can also be that moment. It was that moment. Um, I also enjoyed Kyle's three to open the game because yeah. I knew then that yes. he was going to start going. 
Um, and he used that space too, yeah. which was really nice to be like, okay, he's like going to take his shots when yeah. he has them. Mm-hmm. But my favorite funny moment of the game was probably, <laughs> well, it wasn't even in the game. It was when uh, the camera went over to Embiid and he was looking at the stat sheet, oh, looking yes. all sad with the Raptors towel and they were <laughs> down 30 points. Yeah. I yeah, thought well, that was really funny. Looking at someone with like eight minutes to go, who's <laughs> like their best. I mean, yeah, imagine, you know, Philly had that for Kawhi. Yeah. They have it's just super dejected picture of Kawhi looking at his yeah. at the, looking at a game that's over while there's seven seven and a half minutes to play that's in the game. so much time yes yeah. if you're throwing the towel in at seven and a half eight minutes like oh, you got smacked up yeah um I think okay so the dunks were huge uh the I love the dunk over Embiid I think Embiid was a little bit late on the play mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I don't know if it was like a full-on crowning, but just the extension he used there and how authoritative it was. And it seemed like maybe, I was talking to my brother Thomas today, that um, it maybe Kawhi yelled in Embiid's face. Like, I, I don't know. It's, or, or maybe it was just like a casual battle cry. But right after he did that, Siakam screamed in Kawhi's like ear. And Kawhi <laughs> had just like his classic unemotive face. Yeah. And that got me jacked. Because yeah. I'm like, the fact that Kawhi has that much kind of like below the surface <laughs> massive energy yeah. is just like, it's, it's this... Uh, yeah, I was saying earlier in the season, it's it's like we're the Swiss Army knife of last year, mm. except this year, like one like one thing that you can pull out of the Swiss Army knife is like a, a shotgun. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Yeah. And that's Kawhi. It's just like it, like we have we have so many tools and that we weren't using. Yeah, until yesterday, really. I feel like in this series, yeah, Kawhi the shotgun was the only tool we were really using every game for sure. Um, what about the, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just going through moments because no, I think yeah. so good. Yeah. I love the, uh, when, when, um, when Siakam shot the three and it just bounced right out to Danny the, Green. Oh. To me, like taking all those shots really just open, like, yes, the shots were falling and that is, is a massive part of that. But I think taking all the shots was huge. Like, even though I don't think, I think Siakam shot like two for seven from three mm. on the game, but even him hitting a three changes the game. For sure. Um, yeah, I'm trying to, I mean, yeah, I would. I don't think anyone mentioned Surge. How, oh, how, how right. about like yeah. Surge's narrative for that game? Like, and yeah. I remember saying my, to, to my fiance, Caitlin, um, that uh, as soon as Surge comes back in the game, he's going to dunk. Yeah. And uh, and obviously, like, I think that's not like a hot take, but Surge is, just, <laughs> Surge is just that type of guy. But I will say, like, he has, again, like, I'm a, all about the narratives throughout the series. Surge was a shell the first two games. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, 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 the players were just, like, not where they needed to be I guess physically maybe the, it was the the game plan maybe it was like he was just getting bodied too much on yeah. Embiid but like I remember in game four when he got blocked twice by Joel just mm-hmm. like sma- and it was like sad like he yeah. crumbled on his feet and Joel Anthony staring uh, sorry Joel uh, Embiid st- Joel Anthony playing yeah <laughs> Joel Embiid staring him down I'm like Serge's like own narrative for me is so um fulfilling to watch as a Raptors fan because he is getting beaten up but he's coming back he's hitting his elbow jumpers i'm like yeah this is the surge that we need his elbow jumpers were really nice and i think that everyone was looking for him on those oh yeah kyle especially yeah um yeah i think that's i mean is there any like major standout moments from the game before we kind of move on we're basically just moving on to Kawhi's greatness (laughs) yeah well i i think everyone just forgot how great surge um he had a really good start to the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His role kind of changed a bit when there were like a couple trades and then I guess Jonas was injured. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he he can play. I think a lot of it has to do with his minutes too. Like if he had more minutes, like yep. he'd probably be producing as much as he did last night. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I think that like his, his just big aggressive presence is huge for the Raptors. Mm-hmm. And yes, the whole league is going small ball. Um, and everything's about spreading another team out. And I think that's why it makes sense for Serge to be our center. And when Jonas was down, as you said, <clears throat> he he was our center and he was doing so good. And then Gasol came and there was that like figuring out who's the guy. And, you know, I think Gasol's better um, overall. So he won that matchup. But then that relegated, it like overly relegated Serge. It really did. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, okay, he's our backup center and he's just going to play the minutes um, but like without 16, Gasol, like an Eric Moreland minutes, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he was playing 16 minutes a game and it was like, he was also a shell of himself mm-hmm. after that. Like you said, Paulina, yeah. like, but 
since going big and getting away from small ball, I've never seen the Raptors do this, by the way, yeah. what they're doing with their lineup right now. I've never seen a Raptors yeah. team do this with, with their bigs. They are playing huge. Yeah. And that to me is like, you mean this year, right? Cause this we were, year cause we were rocking surge and Jonas last year. Right. Like, yeah. That's what's kind of funny to me too, is it's like, it's almost like in a way we've gone back to that, but I'm talking but not about, really. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. I just, I, I agree with, I a hundred percent agree with you, but I've never seen the team in the playoffs, like go full big ball because most right. of the time we, it was Dwayne Casey's very like specific. I got to put typical ones and I'm not going to put Jonas mm-hmm. and Surgeon together because I think that's bad defensively and he wasn't wrong right but like now we have Surge and Mark sometimes on the floor together with Pascal and Kawhi and like Kyle yeah. oh man I love that huge lineup wow that, and, and I yeah. think I think it's about it's all matchup driven right mm-hmm. so, so you're, you're playing against Cleveland last year mm-hmm. and Part of the reason we 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 had Ibaka was we were, you know trying to stop that LeBron and Kevin Love pick and roll because it was just it's just a problem lethal. for the league. It was lethal and and Philly doesn't really have like a, a lethal pick and roll. They That's have a, lots of big guys and some shooters. So I think they just can't really make us pay mm-hmm. for having two bigs in the way that like a, a Milwaukee, for instance, or a Houston might. Right. Um, okay, let's let's talk about Kawhi because I feel like, I, I, as you said, yeah, I, we hadn't recorded a pod, Matt, um, since since the second game, and Kawhi's just been on a like, legendary tear, <laughs> and I think whether you're a new Raptor fan or an old Raptor fan, um, it's kind of tough to contextualize what we're seeing, mm-hmm. and there's no wrong answers here. But uh, I'll, I'll throw it to you first, Polina. But like. What are you feeling about watching Kawhi's greatness right now? Like, how good is it? What What are you comparing it to in your head, or is it just totally new because it's that good? And um, I love it. Um, yeah. I remember last summer when the whole trade thing went down. I was very sad, and whenever I saw reminders of DeRozan around the city, it would make me sad. Oh, mm-hmm. me too. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a DeRozan lover. Same, yeah. same. And, and I always will be, by the way. Yeah, but I think everyone can agree that he's a definite upgrade. He's so consistent. Um, he can shoot threes. He can defend. Um, he can do everything that DeMar couldn't do. Um, but I love it, and I hope he stays. <laughs> the same. Yeah, man. I mean, I know it's so hard to keep it from the will he, won't he conversation because I feel like he's that. That's one thing that I've been more consumed with than I'd, I'd like to admit. It's just because he's uh, like, I don't remember having a player that was this good that every game, the entire like NBA media is talking about th- his future without us mm-hmm. or maybe with us or whatever. But, you know, we lose to Philly and he's like leaving. We beat Philly and it's like the Raptors have a chance to keep him. And, you know, you have the, the Wodge um, kind of Wodge bomb, Wodge like semi bomb or smoke bomb mm-hmm. or whatever come out that, uh, the Raptors are doing a pretty good job and his people like uh, Alex McKechnie are our super amazing medical staff guy and that he likes Pascal and Kyle. So I think one thing I'm consumed with is he's just, it's like all eyes on him all the time and the pressure doesn't seem to sway him. That's what I've never seen as a Raptor fan because even when it was like, peak Vince, mm-hmm. Vince would bend and sway with the pressure. And he had some massive performances. Bosch too, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, it just seems like guy after guy who's extremely talented is going at Kawhi and he's like moving in slow-mo and it's a drill and he's like humiliating them. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, that was a bit of a tangent. No, no. That, that's... How, how are you feeling about Kawhi's greatness? Is there like, yeah, is, is there another player he reminds you of or? Man, I, I mean, I've been... Like you, I've been pretty absorbed with a lot of the Kawhi narratives that are mm-hmm. going on online about where is he going to go. But a lot of those narratives are also relating him to the greats, like how people are saying, listen, I watched Jordan be Jordan in the playoffs, and right. this is what Kawhi's doing. I've watched Kobe be Kobe in the playoffs, and this mm-hmm. is what Kawhi... And I'm like, are we witnessing something special and we don't even know it? Yeah. I think we might be. I like, think so, too. And it's, I don't want to get too excited insane. because like as Toronto fans, like, I know. I, I, I've been so sad yeah. for so long, like with my, with, with like very like, um, tempered hopes all the time. But I feel like watching him with his quiet confidence and people yelling in his face and mm-hmm. him, I'm just like, I feel like he's got us. 
You know how like some yes. players say, I got us? I'm like, yeah. I just, he doesn't even have to say it. Like if we lose, we lose. That's fine. But like, I feel like Kawhi has, is bringing it every day and like, it won't be because of him. Yeah. Even game four when he has like six turnovers. I'm like, he's going to get it back. Like he's going to sort it out. Yeah. And then no turnover turnovers yesterday. I'm like, get out of here. Man, I I, I was uh, I was kind of depositing like I'm sure it's not, but I feel like the way that he conducted himself last game was was so strategically dominant that yeah, obviously the stats aren't going to add up to his 39 point game totally. or his 45 point game in, in game one, but he had 13 <clears throat> rebounds and 21 points <clears throat> and he got them in foul trouble, like at the very beginning mm-hmm. of the game, which I think was a, was a big factor going forward, like into the second quarter mm-hmm. when we kind of opened it up. Um, and oh wait, I lost my train of thought. What the hell was I talking about guys? Talk about Kawhi and like his spe- specific ability to like, Oh yeah, no yeah, distribute. Yeah, yeah. So so he he deferred so well. I thought last game, and that I don't think he's a bad passer, but I think that the way he's programmed, he's not he's not someone who's seeing all the passes all of the time, mm-hmm. and he kind of has to get into a bit of trouble then find his guy. Totally. Um, which again, he scores at such an efficient rate that you can kind of double him and sometimes even triple him, and he can still score. He'll score, but he'll make he'll he'll score more often than making a good pass out of a double team. Yeah, exactly. Which and is I, a wild And talent. I think I think that's partially contributed to um, some of our guys being cold um, from shooting. And and I think the ball was, I, I think he probably only had three assists or something like, like that last game. Mm-hmm. Four, but, I think. Oh, it was four assists. But yeah, he, he could have had way more. Mm-hmm. And I think he was the reason that, that Danny Green got hot. He was the re- reason that, that Siakam was hitting threes. Like he really used himself as a decoy and the fact to me that he can play both sides of that makes me think that, yeah, it just makes me think crazy thoughts about winning the finals. <laughs> but um, yeah, anything anything else on, on Kawhi's greatness, Paulina? Um, I love seeing how he is off the court with the guys because um, they don't show the, that as much. But on Open Gym, they have really good content on yeah. there. And then seeing him get cookies with Kyle Lowry last week in Philly at that. 1 a.m. I yeah, love that. After the game we lost. Yeah. Yeah, after the game. So they must have bonded or like talked about yeah, how that they could cool. do better after. Um, and I loved seeing How Hungry Are You, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. I watched oh, that episode I watched like that tw- 20 yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. He was so funny, I thought. Yeah. It was the mo- I will say it's the most in-depth I've ever seen Kawhi talk. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is cool. This is great. And we've we've touched on it in the pod before, but uh, I even just love hearing the fact that how he had to change his shot because his hands are so big. Yeah. He had to like he has to make sure the ball doesn't go too deep into oh, his yeah. hands. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sir, that is interesting and cool. Yeah, I didn't know you had to deal with that. Um, but sorry, I feel like we 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 jumped on your. Uh, no, that, that's it. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's just uh, let's finish up the wraps here before we go into game six. Hopefully, the closeout game um, for the wraps. But uh, nurse is making moves, and obviously, coaches are just lightning rods um, all the time, and especially in the playoffs. And I think sometimes they get overly criticized or underly criticized or whatever. But um, Nurse was, I think for parts of this series, he's been outcoached. And I think he's kind of made a definitive turn to being the person who's outcoaching the other guy. And Maybe it's just a boxing match and it's going to keep going back and forth. But we've had two games in a row where I feel like there's been no real counter for Serge and Gasol at the same time. Uh, It mucks it up too much for them on defense. Uh, Tobias Harris isn't shooting well enough to punish Ibaka. Uh, And I think, you know, I don't want to say the series has turned because I don't want to get too excited after like a a massive blowout. I think the Philly game is going to be really intense. Mm. So let's try and put ourselves in the perspective of like Philly. You know, you got to win this game six, obviously. Uh, you're going to have your home crowd. Uh, Meek Mill's going to be there. Dr. J is going to be there. You know, it's going to be it's going to be an amped up event. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're probably going to bring the Liberty Bell or whatever. <laughs> um, and, you know, hopefully Embiid will be healthy. Um so, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go to you first, Christian. Um, do you think there is a counter to uh, the Raptors' big lineups? And if so, what do you think uh, it is? Or, 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 this, or what should Philly be trying to do? This 
This series, I've noticed a lot of uh, been made or break on missing their open looks. Right. So the Raps lost games because they kept missing open looks. So mm -hmm. like you said, Norm wasn't hot. Fred wasn't hot. Pat McCaw, who I think has played pretty great in the series. Yeah, he's been all right. Bringing for for his energy, seven yeah. minutes he ever plays. But I'm like, keep bringing it. But like we keep leaving it up to the big dogs on the wraps to score. And we kept missing and missing. And then finally we started scoring. Mm -hmm. And that's why we won two games. I think we might just see Tobias Harris's shot dropping and JJ right. Reddick getting more looks. Yeah. The thing is like Joel Embiid is, uh, is not going to make like this outrageous comeback next game. He's clearly fighting something. So like if, if I feel like if you're nurse, you, you have to play him the way you have and don't change anything. Right. But just be aware that like the shots may start dropping for Philly. I don't know how you defend against the surge in Marcus All lineup, though, because you can't play Greg, and Mo Greg Monroe more than you're playing him. Yeah, and they, they don't really have... It, it doesn't seem like they have the shooters to punish that lineup, but mm -hmm. and, and the pace going fast is supposed to favor Philly, and it didn't really. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, what are you thinking, Paulina? Is there any like Philly counters where you're like, oh, well, they haven't tried this yet, or you know, maybe it's like a Boban, Mon Monroe, and um, Bede lineup? No, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm just thinking about some of the past games. Um, they did have a lot of open looks. Um, they got J.J. Redick going. Um, I guess uh, if they focus on their threes, like that yeah. might be better for them. Um, cause they have a lot of terrific three point shooters on that team. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I know. I mean, it's, it's good that we're not either we're hardcore Raptors fans by not being able to provide like, here's a million things that Philly can do, mm -hmm. or we're, we're able to enjoy the fact that we might have a better team than, than the team we're playing against. Yeah. My go-to would say. Or my my, my go-to thought would be like, hey, you're, if your season's on the line, your franchise is Embiid, why don't you try to do post-ups from the beginning aggressively and get maybe uh, Marcus Gasol in foul trouble? See if you can kind of yeah, you'd work the lucky. game from that angle. I mean, but Mark defended him great in game yeah. one, like when he was posting him up, and but then but there's yeah, it's tough. I don't know. Mm. I, I don't know if you can if you can rely on Joel Embiid from the way he's been playing. Like I feel like you might have to feed the rock to Jimmy and give Jimmy a, a like game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because he's he's been the only one I feel like for Philly who was like showed up every day and and scored some crazy basket. And he's also definitely he's making plays on both ends like Kyle. Oh like, yeah. He'll 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 make a deflection or he'll draw a foul mm -hmm. or him, watching him and Kyle battle it out is awesome. It, because it's like there's so many there's so many kind of theatrical moments where they look at each other and they're like I respect you yeah, and I'm mad friends. at you right now. Yeah. Um, uh, no one's talking about Ben Simmons though, eh? I know. Yeah. Cause True. It, well, yeah. What is the Ben Simmons adjustment? Because like, yeah, yeah. That, that, well, that's a good point. Like, I think in the off season he really needs to work on his free free throws and his three point shooting or yeah. take any shot outside the paint. Totally. I think he shot something like six or seven um, shots last game. And like he needs Most to have layups too, right? Like, yeah, yeah. like and, and maybe maybe it is fast breaking. Maybe they really, really need to design more of a fast breaky offense and try to do that to us. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty good times for Raptors fans. Uh, you know, there's one thing. Uh oh, okay. OK, Philly, Philly, if you're listening, I'm going to give you a little tidbit. Shit. So Gasol and Abaca are like only speaking Spanish out there. Okay. What you want to do is you want to get a lab called Duolingo. <laughs> Ooh. You, do like, you don't have to do a ton of lessons. Do like two, three lessons just so you can pick up on what they're saying a little bit. I like that. And that's one way to decipher it. Get the whole team speaking Spanish. Okay. Damn All right, it, Matt. You're giving <laughs> Philly too much, dude. You heard it here first. <laughs> Matty D is a, is a bit of a nut, but he's having fun. Having a lot of fun. You're having a good time. Um, <laughs> no, I think I think full on learning Spanish in a day yeah. is the way to go <laughs> if you're Philly. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that. That's what they should do going forward. Um, cheers. Any? Uh, any <laughs> yeah, cheers. Uh, any last uh, Raptor thoughts before we uh, move on to the NBA? No. Uh, Christian, you got something? 
I had some, but I lost. This it. is the pot of deep size. Yeah. <laughs> we all got a Polina. You haven't done it yet. I haven't done it yet. Uh, besides just mocking Matt, but Christian just dropped a natural deep sigh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's just so I, I could talk about that. The, the like the makeup of the team for a long time. I guess one last thought: Tobias Harris was like a deadline deal. Right? right. And like you, that's going to change. He's another alpha from a team. So that's, that's going to change the makeup of like your, your group and like the team Philadelphia beat in Brooklyn. They have better talent. Philadelphia have better talent. Mm-hmm. Do you think they have better talent than the Raptors? It's up. I, I don't know. You could say they're probably on par. Which yeah. team has had more time to be a team? The Raptors have. So who knows if that makes a difference? Because Clearly, there's some hiccups, especially like you were saying with like Ben Simmons. Right. Like, is he leading the fast break? He's not shooting. Maybe he's giving it up too much to people instead of taking it himself. Who That could be getting in people's heads. Right. We just don't know. No, it's a good point. I mean, like, I think when when we got Marcus Gasol, we saw some of those issues play out. Like, mm-hmm. uh, all the good things about Marcus Gasol, but a lot of people kind of like trying to trying to almost like un- or wanting to undo the trade mm-hmm. in their head because they're you know big JV fans and obviously like I, love I was a massive JV fan but um and and I think with uh with Mark's kind of like overpassing and even last game he shot six shots he was four for six <laughs> and three for five from three yeah and it's like, dude, you're really good. You're allowed to shoot more than six shots. And a couple of times, like, like Embiid is like looking at who uh, Gasol is going to pass to. And Gasol is just like also looking at who he's going to pass to. And Embiid's like six feet from him. So I'm like, mm-hmm. fake the shot. Then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that Gasol's so slow that he can't really attack a closeout well. So if he gets someone in the air with like a pump fake, he doesn't really have the speed to go by them and do anything. But still, you're seven feet, and it's you're not easy to block. Yeah. So, like, faking a shot is going to be good for you. Totally. Um, okay. So, before we move on to NBA stuff, mm-hmm. um, we got to go back to the Hunger Game cannons. Oh, you ready? Okay. Load it up. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. So, this is, uh, this is Kawhi Leonard's uh, all-time points. Uh, cannon sound off. So when we, I don't know what, I don't even know what sentence that just was. Yeah, but points, cannon, all sound time off. points, cannon, sound off. Okay. Cheers. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, when we when we started the uh, playoffs, Kawhi had uh, fourteen hundred and thirty two points, and he was a hundred and thirty seventh all time in playoff points. Mm-hmm. He now has seventeen hundred and forty four points. Wow. So since last pod. Kawhi has passed mm-hmm. Lou Dampier Sam Cassell Alex English Tom Chambers Terry Cummings Jimmy Jones George Mikan Dave Cohens Bob McAdoo Oh, thank you And Jojo White <laughs> that was great. You're, uh, yeah, the the the, the fake out cannon. Yeah. This was awesome. There, the penultimate. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Kawhi now sits at 91st uh, all time in playoff points, and he's coming for a Mister Mark Aguirre. Wow. So Get we're ready, watching. Mark. We're watching history here, pals. Yeah. Um, yeah let's uh, let's move to the NBA. Maddie, would you give me that NBA sting? Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> that was for Matt, by the way. If you're listening at home, he just played that and started laughing to himself and o- only looked at me in the end. So National, National Basketball, Basketball Association. Association. Okay. <laughs> and now he's just playing sound effects and staring me down. <laughs> okay, Paulina, let's, uh, let's start with you on the... Um, on the Warriors Rocket series, so I don't know how much of it you've been watching or how much you've been able to watch, um, but it's two-two, and I'm kind of wondering if this is a real battle. Well, I mean, I guess it is. It's two-two, but you, like you know, the Clippers got two games, right? Um, is the Warriors looking vulnerable in the playoffs? A bit of a mirage, or are we watching like a moment where? their dynasty could end to the Rockets. What does Mirage mean? Um, oh, like, is, is it like a, like a, is it real? 
Is it like, do, like, do they, are their struggles worrying you? Like, do you think the Warriors could lose this series or not win the NBA finals? Or is it still kind of a foregone conclusion? Oh, totally. Think? I think this could be the year that the Warriors aren't in the finals. Um, and then I, after this year, I think that there's a chance that that team could fall apart. But I, I personally want the Warriors in the finals if uh, we're going to be playing them because I yeah. think we have a good shot against them. But I, yeah. I don't think it's fake. I think they're actually struggling against the Rockets. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was... Uh, I was I was wondering if we we're gonna get some like hardcore like warriors truthers on the on on the pod, who's like oh, you know I mean I was kind of expecting one of you to be like give me a break like the warriors are still amazing but Christian it seems like you're I just think kind of on the same side I just think uh, Paulina's right I think it could it, I think Houston has prepared all year for this yeah they're designed in a lab they're after the first game mm -hmm. they released a bunch of like lawyer papers about how they were like falsely like how, how they lost like how like they had bad calls against them yes in, oh, in the yeah. game last yeah. year so houston's whole franchise is designed for this series which i love and i love it too it's so like such a great story for the nba yeah i i don't think it's a, i don't think it's a mirage i don't think it's like a fake out i think this i don't think this is the end of the warriors dynasty i do think kd comes back and all that stuff next year but i i, I really think like houston is scary mm -hmm. and i'm with paulina i don't know if i am comfortable as a raps fan playing houston in the finals that, oh really that team to me right now, like we do not have an answer for someone like a James Harden. We have more of an answer for someone like a Steph Curry. We have more of an answer for someone like KD, albeit KD's going to get his and get 40 points a game and right. still we'll have defended him better than like. Yeah, well, Houston, it's kind of the system, right? Like everyone in the system is going to hurt you. Exactly. And then you have the um, toughness with PJ. It's sorry, folks. That was my phone. <laughs> uh, it's my little brother calling. No doubt to talk more Raptors. About I'm literally recording a Raptors podcast. But uh, sorry, go on. <laughs> no, he has a lot of opinions about Golden State. He just wanted to get. <laughs> yeah, to tell yeah. You. He he like heard, he just saw the Golden State bat signal and he's like calling into diss Draymond. Yeah, yeah. Um, but sorry, go on. No, no. I just I just think it could be the the year they don't make the finals, and I would be so happy if they right. don't. So if if Golden State gets past Houston. Mm -hmm. Do either of you think Denver or Portland poses a real threat or maybe that Houston will be or uh, Golden State will be so beat up that they'll pose a real threat? Like, you know, it seems like uh, Iguodala has a little bit of a hyperextension. Doesn't seem very serious, but he's an older guy. So mm -hmm. I think you don't want him slowing down at all. But yeah, Paulina, do you think that Denver or Portland could make no. Golden State sweat? No, I don't. I don't think people should sleep on the Nuggets, but I, I think Golden State's still better than either one of them. But can I just go back to what you said, um, yeah. Christian? Uh, you think that KD is going to go back to the Warriors? I do. Yeah. Why? Why do you think Ooh, that? Because at, why would you? This is the the most. This is probably going to be one of the last dynasties ever in the NBA. I feel like history because parody is crazy. I think you keep it going. You're not gonna like if you go to another team. What's the point? for money like you you have the best team in the league and you have had it for so long if you're that like legacy though you know what like I mean? To make his own like another way, another place. Well, I mean, I think that's one of the big arguments is that is that his he feels his legacy is not the way he wants it. He feels that he's still he went on to Steph's team, and you know he took a lot of heat right for for uh, for joining this already amazing team. Yeah, and I'm kind of with you in terms of like I think that I think if they win the championship. I would like him to stay there, honestly, because I want to see this team lose. So do I. If they lose to Houston, I could kind of care less. And mm. I, hope, I hope Golden State goes like down in flames. Mm -hmm. I really do. Mm -hmm. But I think that if, yeah, I've said this a bunch of times on the pod, but if they win and KD leaves and they get to like retire that era as being untouched, that would just bother me so much as a fan. Right. That, and that's. Sorry. I'm not, that would I'm not trying, to, I'm not trying well. to release the the dragons here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but man, like I would I would love to see them lose, but I do think it it 300 years from now if the the world is still here, they're going to count as rings. They're not going to be like, "Oh, and then he left and then didn't win right. another one." You it's know what true. I mean? Imagine being going down as like the most winningest team of all time, which you, they could be mm -hmm. at some point. Yeah. 
Um, so I think that the Warriors are in trouble. Uh, I think that it's a bit different than previous times that they've been in trouble during the Durant era because when they ran into Houston last year, it was a similar thing where Houston was, was designed to beat them. They were the best team last year and, and, and that sort of thing. But, you know, they got the Chris Paul injury and it was like, whoa, that, yeah. that was close. Anyways, let's just sweep the Cavs. <laughs> then... <laughs> Then after that, it was like, you know, they got boogie and everyone's like, oh, no. Um, and I think I think ultimately they're better on the court without boogie. But I still think it it made them overall scarier. Yeah. And the way that the Clippers came back on them in that that has kind of set the tone for for people doubting Golden State in a way that they previously hadn't. And I don't know if it was Ben Golliver or who it was, but. One thing I've been kind of uh, he, he said something that I've been waiting for for a long time, which is this like the the style of the NBA to catch up with Golden State for people like Lillard to do for for people like Lillard doing stuff that Steph does or defenders trying to stop clay from hitting threes in the same spot on the court mm -hmm. and and i think with houston you have a team that's really studied how golden state gets so many of their fast break threes so many of their easy buckets so many of their like kind of continuity offense mm -hmm. and uh yeah i don't know if houston will beat them i think if if i you know if i if I had to make a call right now, I'd probably say Golden State in seven. Mm -hmm. But I think that Houston will have shown, um, again, the the rest of the NBA, the playbook of, about how to slow Golden State down. I think even the Clippers use some of that playbook. Mm -hmm. Anyways, that's my that's my tangent on that. Um, I love that. Okay, and, and then we'll see if Denver or Portland can match up any of those teams. I mean, no one has a. Uh, response for Jokic. So we'll okay. see what happens that's, with that. That's perfect. So uh, I'll, I'll jump right to you, Christian. Uh, is Denver the most underrated team in the NBA? And I, we're talking playoff teams right now, but if you're like, no, it's Orlando or whatever, that's fine. <laughs> well, I, I think they've got to be, right? They, they finished second in the West. Yeah. Over every other team. Like, you know what I mean? And they, what, like fourth in the NBA. Mm -hmm. And still no one... Assume they were gonna like, even beat Utah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like I pick San Antonio to beat them. Right. So I have like you know I'm, th that's why I'm kind of bringing this up on the podcast because I think that it was kind of like a easy idea. It was almost like a kind of like a cutesy pick to be like, oh Denver, yeah, they'll they'll have a, a first rough go around in the playoffs. Totally. And I thought Demar was gonna smack his way into the second round. I was wrong. I mean, he 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 showed out. He was all right. He did, and he's yeah. great. But like, ultimately, like that team. That also, that team is not as talented right now as Denver. Yeah. Um. So Pop could only do so much, and the team could only do so much. But like, they. I think they are underrated. Mm -hmm. Even though everyone knows about like the 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 the, the milk white center that like can pass, <laughs> yeah. who has like some of the best hands in the NBA. Like it's great. It's so fun to watch like the team play, and like with dudes like Tory Craig. I know. I don't know who Tory Craig was before the beginning of this year. It's also I should have, I feel like, but it's also been fun for me to watch uh, like a Canadian be a ball handler and and score in big moments deep into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Like I think we all dreamed of that, or I did, anyways. When when Wiggins was coming up, yeah, I was like Wiggins can be that guy because like there's been a lot of good Canadians, but um, outside of Nash, so many of those Canadians have been not necessarily like shot makers. Mm. They've been like big bruisers or like Tristan Thompson or, you know, Luke Longley way back in the day. <laughs> Rick Fox, I guess, was was a bit of a shot maker. But um, yeah, Paulino, do you, uh, do you have any? Uh, you mean Jamal Murray? Uh, J mm -hmm. Yeah, who'd I say? No, you just like a Canadian oh. point guard. So oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, okay. Jamal Murray. Yeah, right. I, yeah, I never yeah. said a thing, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, he's been pretty. I think he's had some bad games, obviously, but it seems like he has, you know, the it factor or whatever. Yeah. So I had to say it like that because I feel like it's a very cliche thing to say. Yeah, but. I think they're totally underrated. Like you guys have Instagram, right? Yes. So if you when you go on Instagram through all the stories, like they'll say like, who do you have like Nuggets or, um, yeah. Blazers and everyone always chooses the other team like and then mm -hmm. Nuggets come out on top so I feel like it's kind of like how the Raptors were like everyone like underestimated us and look at yeah. where we are now mm -hmm. yeah totally and and also as far as like having a, like a really talented young core they're pretty good going forward. I'm even happy seeing a guy like Millsap love him. get some oh, success. Yeah. <laughs> because you know? he's one of those lifers that you're like, oh, yeah. I, just, I hope you win one day. You know what I mean? Totally. And you're right with Millsap. Um, 
Denver, underrated. You heard it here first. <laughs> ah. uh, and I don't want them to beat Portland because I love Portland and I love yeah. Dame and CJ. And uh, But I think they're going to lose. I think uh, Denver's going to win. Yeah, it seems like similar to the way the Raptors when they had a pretty commanding game five win. Mm. Um, yeah, we'll see if they if, uh, if Dame can, can make some more magic in Portland. Where it seems like th- that... Okay, just just a, an aside on Dame here. Is that the most conscious of a meme while it's happening moment we've ever seen? I feel like when Dame hit that shot, one of his first thoughts was, this is going to be a meme. <laughs> and he like wrote it and did it perfectly. You know, he did the wave and he froze. The way I was just like, man, this guy knows exactly the end product of this. You know what I mean? It's like he's like directing himself in a film. Yeah. It was wild. Um, We're just so self-aware. We're just so self-aware. He's like, I got this. Yeah. He was like, it was very Neo Matrix for like 2019 Mimi. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. uh, I'll I'll start with you on this one, uh, Paulina. But um, I guess a bit of like a teasy question to the to the Boston fans out there. But is uh, I mean, they're they're down three one. Uh, Is Boston done? Um, And if they are. Uh, oh, sorry. If they lose in game five, uh, what should Danny Ainge do? The only reason I, I ask this is because Boston is obviously at the center of so many narratives. You know, they, they talked Hayward into existence. They traded Kyrie. Brad Stevens is the best coach that ever lived. <laughs> uh, Danny Ainge is the smartest GM that's ever lived. Um, Marcus Smart is the toughest player that's ever lived. And, uh, you know, Baines is, is the best role player that's ever lived. But I think... People legitimately, I I said Raptors won and Boston 1A, and that's because I thought this Boston team had an immense amount of talent. I'm a huge Horford fan, and and I think people thought they were going to win 60 games. They didn't win 50. Um, They swept Indiana, which was like, okay, here we go, Boston. And then the big game, uh, game one, obviously against Milwaukee. And it seems like Milwaukee is countered, and it's over. But, uh, I mean, I don't know what your, yeah, like, sorry, such a meandering question there, but... Where should Boston's head be at if they lose? Like, should it be like, no, we're still Boston, keep building? Or is it kind of like, let's restructure this? Um, well, I think Kyrie's gone if they're out. Um, yeah, and I, I think they will lose against Milwaukee. I think there's a chance that they could win another after that right. first blowout game. But um, I think Danny Ainge took a gamble giving up um, Asai Thomas, mm-hmm. rebuilding it around Kyrie. Um, I think he needs to find another superstar to replace Kyrie and then go from there. Yeah. I mean, and sorry, were you going to say something, Christian? I, 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 I agree. I, I'm just going to add to your point, like, and he might even have that superstar on his team, which is what I think is so interesting about Boston, because what if you were like, okay, you know what? We got to let Kyrie go. But let's design an offense around Tatum. Like he's, he, this is his second year. And I think this is a guy where it's like, man, let's just focus on keeping Brown and Tatum together. T- uh, Brown's year three or four? I think no, four. Yeah. Be- yeah. I'll, 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 I'll figure that out. Or no, three. He is three. He is three. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, you got Brown and Tatum Rozier. Uh, he, his contract's going to be coming up. Well, and Terry Rozier was pissed that Kyrie took all his minutes. And yeah. he pissed that Gordon Hayward taking his minutes. And Terry Rozier's a good-ass player. And yeah. like... It's tough. Like, so are you, are you like, are you, are you kind of with Paulina and that it, it starts with Kyrie? Like, I think like, it starts and ends with Kyrie. Like I think. figuring out what, what is to be done with him. Because if he leaves, I don't know where he goes, but, I, but I think you're right. He does leave. I think you, you then have to double down on Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum because those guys are so good and so young. And when Kyrie wasn't in the playoffs, like two seasons, no last season and, and Boston beat, Milwaukee in the first round, it was wild. I went to a game in Boston to see Boston, Milwaukee. Milwaukee was a shell of themselves. They got eaten out, mm-hmm. eaten alive, but because of Jalen Brown and because of Jason Tatum and because of Terry Rozier. And I'm like, this is the team. Gordon Hayward's a great role player, and I think he's like finally becoming one of who he is. Yes. But like this, this, it's, it's tough watching like highlights of the Boston Milwaukee game and seeing like, Kyrie spinning his wheels and being like, I'll, I'll guard Janice. I'll, I'll guard. Yeah. It's like, it seems odd to me that after all this time, what they're bringing to the playoffs is an ISO offense with like let not super efficient players. It seems to me like 
there's so much talent there that I get there's a probably like a a bit of redundancy with the talent and as far as like Hayward and and um Tatum and Brown wanting to take the same types of shots, but it's like you you probably should have invested some time in yeah. getting some kind of easier buckets or you know designing a better offense. Yeah. But anyways, I hate Boston so much that I'm just gleefully enjoying this. Yeah. Mind you, uh, Milwaukee's a pretty serious threat. We haven't really. It's funny, yeah. Like every time Boston loses, it's about them losing, and it's never about who beats them. I know. And Milwaukee's yeah. doing really really good. Yeah. Giannis. You know, swept Detroit and then had that first game where it's like, oh, man, Horford's got his number and then won three games in a row promptly (laughs) and is just quietly dominating. Um, And I think people aren't talking about it as much because they were kind of hoping that it would be Boston. Yeah, Um, probably right. And now they're like, oh, wow. okay, so we have to deal with the, the with the with the serious prospect of. Not only Giannis making the conference finals, but Giannis kind of like making his claim as the best player in the world. Um, I'm not saying he is, but I think like that's part of what he's doing right now oh, yeah. is making, I mean, so is Kawhi, so is Durant. Um, and I think to a lesser extent, so are some other guys. But um, yeah, that's, uh, I think that's it for NBA. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to move on to some quickish questions, but uh, any other NBA stuff here? Okay, Maddie, would you give me that quickish question sting? Quickish question. He's remixing. Yeah. Quickish. Oh yeah, Matt. Um, yeah, this is big. To, we're a big time pod. Yeah, this is great. Huge. Huge. Uh, okay, so before we move on, to quickish questions. Yeah. Um, one last uh, playoff. Uh, stat. Cannon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. One last uh, Hunger Games <laughs> messy segment. Here we go. Okay. Uh, so I call this one Marcus Gasol's free ones. Uh, and it's about um, him climbing the all time free throws made list in the playoffs. So uh, last uh, podcast, he, oh, sorry, when we started the playoffs, he had uh, 290 free throws made and he was 144th uh, all time. And now he has 300. So slow and steady. steady. He's not really like racking it up, but he's doing some (laughs) stuff. Okay. So uh, since last pod, Marcus has passed Jermaine (laughs) O'Neal. And that's it. (laughs) Uh, And right now he's tied with uh, Larry Faust for the 135th all time in uh, playoff, uh, playoff free throws made. And he's coming for George Hill. Oh. What? Oh. So yeah. So heads up. If we if we play Milwaukee, I'll be watching those free throws <laughs> between George Hill and Marcus really closely. Good, good. Um at least one person will be. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's important for people who listen to this pod to know that I am like really cool. Like I like skateboard around the city and shit and um no worries there. <laughs> But uh, okay, cool. Um, let's do some quickish questions. So here's ha- here's how this works. Um, Matt's already got the uh, <laughs> the the music uh, we created. Um, <laughs> Turn playing. the lights down too. Yeah, I see. Wow. yeah, he's good like that. So I'm gonna meander through some questions. Um, your only job is to answer them as fast as you can. And uh, makes sense. Are we? Is this like a contest? Like are no, we so, supposed to beat nope. each other? No. Oh, okay. So oh, you know okay. what? That's on me for not explaining. <laughs> I'm gonna go one by one. Okay. Cheers, Matt. Um, yeah, I'm going to go one by one. So I'll be like, do-do-do-do, Paulina. And you, you just got to answer uh, as quick as you can, even if you can't understand what I'm saying. It gets harder saying. to explain this game every time we do it. You're living inside Freddy's head, and it's a complicated place. Okay, here we go. Um, so uh, first question is, we want some ideal landing spots for all the big free agents. So I'm going to name the free agent, and you just say where they're going in the summer. You ready? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go around the table yeah. for this one. So okay. uh, Paulina. Where is Kyrie going? Cleveland. Okay, love it. Love it. (laughs) Christian. LA. Where? No, no, no. uh, You get a new free agent. Oh, great. But that's a bonus answer. (laughs) Um, Okay, here we go. Where is KD going? Golden State. Wow. Matt, where's where's uh, where's Kawhi going? I want to say Toronto. I really do, but there's... Okay, Toronto. You heard it from Matt. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, Paulina, where is Jimmy Butler going? He's staying. Okay. Christian, where is Kemba Walker going? <sighs> New York. All right. Matt, where is Chris Middleton going? 
Um, I think he likes the dry heat. He's going to Phoenix. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Paulina, where is Clay Thompson going? He's staying in in uh, San Francisco. Okay. <laughs> Christian. Uh, Oakland. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oakland. Or, yeah, yeah, he's moving to San Francisco, but staying same team. Yeah. Um, Christian, what about uh, Draymond Green? <sighs> Ooh. Oh. Clippers. Okay, Matt, last one, Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris, heard he loves parades. See you in New Orleans. <laughs> that was cool, dude. <laughs> okay, uh, Paulina. Um, uh, is it about 76er offensive struggles or an increased intensity of Raptor defense? A lot of coverage talks about the former and doesn't mention the latter at all. It's about Raptors defense. You're right. I love it. Christian. How dumb was Philly to trade away five years worth of future assets for Butler and Tobias? So dumb. Shamay. Shamay. <laughs> Matt. Yeah. What's the most important thing the Raptors need to focus on to close out the series in six? They need to uh, keep Embiid sick. Oh, I like <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. That's uh, some Kathy Bates stuff. You know, like anyway. mess with his IV bag. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty weird. Uh, great. Um, Paulina, um, what's Joel Embiid's deal? Do you think he's actually sick? I think he's making excuses. Ooh. Love it. Yes. And if he ever listens to this, he's going to beat us all up. Okay, <laughs> Christian, um, of the remaining coaches in the playoffs, how do you rank them? Out of the remaining eight? Uh, sure. Or, who, or, or yeah, or, or just, just give me a top three. Oh, gosh. You know, freaking, okay. Mike Malone. Mike Malone. So high up. Bud. Bud. Uh, and I gotta say Nick Nurse Woo! just because I gotta say it. Okay, Matt. <laughs> um, is going big the new going small? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Paulina, you're Ben Simmons. Just experienced an embarrassing loss in Toronto. What are you doing? Talking to Kylie Kendall Jenner. <laughs> Fair enough. Talk to your partner. Work it out. They're dating? Uh, yes. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's a big time couple. Christian. You're Serge Ibaka. Uh, triumphant in a big win. What are you cooking? <laughs> oh, I'm I'm cooking some more freaking cow dick. Cause, yeah, man. Because it works, dude. Cow dick pizza. <laughs> cow dick pizza. Okay. Uh, Matt. Yeah. You're Nick Nurse. Mm -hmm. Experiencing a surge of inspiration after vanquishing your enemies. What song do you learn on your guitar? Uh, I think it's more than words. Okay, fair enough. I like it. <laughs> okay, Paulina, uh, you're Fred Van Vliet. You had your first impact in the series. One or two inch lifts before you head out to celebrate at Crocodile Rock. One or two lifts? One, one or two inch lifts on your shoes. I, th I think that's what he's saying. Uh, three. <laughs> three, yeah. Okay, it's, it's a big night. And the Croc Rock's closing, you know what I mean? Go I know, celebrate. celebrate. Um, okay. Uh, Christian. After you beat down a team by 36 points, it's easy to think there are no adjustments to make for the next game. Uh, we covered this a bit, but what, what, sorry, but what does the team need to do in the best position to win game six? We know Philadelphia is going to make some adjustments on their end. So one thing. I say continue to get the peripheral players hot. I think you still feed Danny and you still feed Mark and you still, and you get either Norm or Fred or McCaw going. Spread the ball, spread the I love. I think you got to spread the ball. Okay, Matt, mm -hmm. what problems do the Raptors need to solve for the conference finals? Question applies to both Milwaukee or Boston making it to the next round. Um, I, I think the main thing they got to do is they just got to keep helping out Kawhi. That's the big thing. We gotta have we gotta have at least one or two games like we had last night against the Bucks. Hell yeah! And in the finals too. Mm -hmm. Woo! Um, okay, two more questions, uh, Paulina. Your last question here: uh, Is the Gasol Ibaka front court the most Spurs East thing yet? <laughs> Spurs East. Um... What do you mean? Like, I go think big? that's a bit of a joke on me, who was calling us Spurs East <laughs> last year. So um, this is me being trolled a little bit. So uh, is, <laughs> does does this look like anything like the Spurs? I guess is the question. 
No. Okay. And uh, I think that was the successful troll of me. Um, okay, last question, Christian. Uh, did LeBron leave the East because he knew Kawhi was coming? <laughs> no. Yeah, that, that's the correct answer, but also funny question. Yeah, good yeah. funny question. Um, okay, that's it for the pot. Uh, Whoa! Yeah, thank you, thank That's you both it. so much for doing it. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. Thank yeah, you. this was awesome, Matt, Freddie. Yeah, thanks um, for doing the pod, guys. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, follow us on, on all the stuff. Uh, we need more subscribers. We need yeah. more listeners. Yeah. Um, Reviews on iTunes. Uh, the Patreon page I keep talking about. Yeah. Guess what? So I, I brought it up two years ago. It's coming. Trust me. <laughs> um, and we we got a couple toques. Uh, we're gonna sell <laughs> once we order them. We're waiting for <laughs> we're waiting for July, and that's when yeah. we're gonna start selling these toques. Oh, you know what I mean? Waiting for the hottest um, day of the year. That's we'll right. Get them on the yeah. Well, we want people to wear toques just to be like, hey, climate change yeah. is real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sweat during the summer <laughs> in your head. That's that's what's up. <laughs> uh, but uh, seriously, thanks everyone for listening to this podcast so much. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go go ahead and get married and yeah. um, return. Uh, and hopefully the Raptors will be in the conference finals or, uh, or on their way to the finals maybe. But um, before I go, uh, Polina, thank you so much. Uh, thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. Hope Do you the ha- wedding goes well. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Do you have anything uh, going on? Anything you want uh, anyone to know about? Uh, yeah. Anything to plug? No. Your favorite same restaurant, old. whatever. No. <laughs> no. Same old. Same old. Same old. Yeah. Go wraps. Yeah. Um, cool, Christian. Yeah, I, I know you're doing shows uh, all the time. This pod is going to come out live at five today. Live at five today. Um, <laughs> what a turnaround! <laughs> that's, that's great. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, this this podcast is going to come out uh, today, which is the it's the eighth. Uh, the eighth. Yeah. Um, so the evening of the eighth, do you have any shows in the ninth? Do I got any shows? Um, uh, yeah. If, if you want to come to see some improv at Bad Dog Theater, at yeah. Call Hookup. It's a nine thirty nine thirty o'clock nine thirty at uh, Bad Dog Theater, Bloor and Ossington this nice. Saturday. And then also, if you want to vote for my web series for a Canadian Comedy Award, you can go online and vote do for that. Soul Decision. Where, yeah. where where can you do that? Uh, CanadianComedyAwards dot com, and then awesome. you can just uh, I think you make a tiny account, and then uh, it takes one second, and then you vote for. For sole decision for best web series. If you and want, if you if you hate us, please vote for us anyway. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, go hate vote. For yeah, me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, for Christian, um, and you're in Turco, right? Can can people catch you? Oh, sure. Every Monday night at the Second City. Bada boom, bada bing. Yeah. Uh, that's not and, my uh, saying, but it felt right. Abe. Go check out your rap battle show on Friday. That's too. right. Yeah, uh, I'm doing I'm this doing, Friday. I'm doing rap yeah. battles. Uh, one oh, or sorry, one fifteen. Yeah, uh, holy. This Friday, uh, my my brother Miguel is making a comeback after rupturing his Achilles. <laughs> oh We're gonna God. find oh, wow. a nice little place for him to sit during the show. <laughs> It's going to be beautiful. Um, Yeah, everyone enjoy this weather. Enjoy the wind. And uh, talk to you in a bit. Thanks so much. It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast.